Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz and welcome to another Sermon of the Week. This is going to be the last sermon we're going to do for a while um, until December because um, we're now heading into a time uh, where I normally take a break and write some things. Um, if you want to continue to um, listen to my sermons, uh, you can go to Rumble dot com where I will be continuing to do them. But also I will be continuing to do um my usual Bible readings here still on Anchor. So um you'll still hear something daily um about that. But let's go ahead and get into the uh sermon. Today we're gonna talk about why God allows doubt. That's something that we don't understand. Because why would God uh allow doubt in our lives when we know it's a sin to doubt God. Well, um, God has his reasons like everything else. And so today we're going to go ahead and go through that. Um, one thing, uh, one story we can go to is Matthew 11, 1 through 18. And let's go ahead and read that scripture um, so that we can figure this out, figure out this mystery, because you know God is full of mysteries. And um, we don't always understand why he does things. But you know what? He's holy and he knows what he's doing. More than we understand what he's doing. And does, he, doesn't, he doesn't always um, explain what he's doing. So anyway, Matthew 11, 1 through 18. So let's go ahead and read the scripture. After Jesus had finished instructing his 12 disciples... He went on from there to teach and preach in towns of Galilee. When John heard in prison that what Christ was doing, he sent his disciples to ask him, Are you the one who was to come, or should we expect someone else? Jesus replied, Go back and report to John what you hear and see. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cured, the deaf hear the dead are raised, and the good news is preached to the poor. Blessed is a man who does not fall away on account of me. As John's disciples were leaving, Jesus began to speak to the crowd about John. What did you go out into the desert to see? A reed swayed by the wind? If not, what did you go out to see? Men dressed in fine clothes? No, those who wear fine clothes are in the king's palaces. Then what did you go out to, to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one whom, about whom is written. I will send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way before, God, before you. I tell you the truth. Among those born of women, there was, has not risen anyone greater than John the Baptist. Yet he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing, and forceful men lay hold of it. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John, and if you are willing to accept it, he is Elijah, who was, who has, who was to come, who has, he who has ears, let him hear. To what can I compare this generation? They are like. Children sitting in the marketplaces and calling out to others. We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We sang a dirge, and you did not mourn. 
For John came neither eating nor drinking, and you and they say, He has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, he is Here is a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and, and sinners. But wisdom is proved right by her actions. Okay, so... When John the Baptist was done with his mission, he was a, he had a little fear because he was put in prison and he knew he was going to die. So he doubted that Jesus was the Messiah out of fear and he hoped that Jesus wasn't really the Messiah because he that meant he had a little bit more time to live on this earth. Because after all, while Jesus was tasked, was uh, 100% man and 100% um, God, uh, John the Baptist was completely human. So um, he had to deal with fear. Um, he was de- dealing fear as he waited for his executioner. So, um, and so he doubted that Jesus was the Messiah because he was afraid. But of course, instead of being angry with John the Baptist and criticizing him of his lack of faith, Jesus turns it into a lesson. And praises John in front of the crowd. Although doubting God is a sin, it is a forgivable, a forgivable one. One that God can turn into good instead of evil. The Pharisees were the ones who had the dangerous doubt. Their doubt wasn't because they had they had a test of faith. They didn't believe at all, even though they saw the miracles that Jesus performed. They refused to to acknowledge that Jesus was the Messiah. Therefore, um, their doubt was um, deadly to their souls. And they were um, they did not go to heaven because of that doubt. Okay, so, but Jesus knew that John was still a believer. He had just let fear interfere with his judgment. But Jesus encourages John by reassuring him that he, he was indeed the Messiah and that John would soon receive his reward. God allows doubt to teach us and to test us. Doubt gives God a chance to grow our faith and we can ask for forgiveness and show if and should and we should if we doubt the Lord. But God uses doubt to show us our glory, to encourage to show us his glory. To encourage us that he is truly the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords that God, the God that can do all things. He takes away our deepest worries and fears by showing us that he is God in the times of doubt. Doubt happens for believers because we still are in a world of confusion and our primitive minds can't wrap themselves around all that God can do. Our faith comes from the spirit. It's not something that comes from the flesh. So we have to keep that in mind, that our spirit, um, uh, the Holy Spirit is the one that uh, gives us our faith. Doubt happens for believers because we are in a world of confusion, okay? So our faith comes from the spirit, okay? So you, you understand that. Um, so our faith is grown through through our doubts um, because that the doubt in itself is a test. That is why God allows doubt in our lives, so that we can see his glory. Today, I know some of you are dealing with doubt. 
A lot of you have fallen into difficult times. Some of you are stricken with illness, while others can't imagine that God loves you because of what you have done. Jesus went to the cross for you, and that was the, his act of love and forgiveness to you. So go to God and trust him. And when you doubt, don't worry because God will forgive you for your doubts. And Jesus still loves you no matter what. And God, Jesus will show you that he is still on the throne, even though you are dealing with doubt. So let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I just praise you. I thank you for everything you've done. I ask, Lord, that your will be done in our lives. I ask that you watch over us and keep us safe from the enemy. I ask, Lord, if um, anyone is doubting out, out there, that we ask forgiveness of our doubts, Lord, that you show us your glory in our times of doubt and when our faith is struggling. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day. Mm -hmm.